We'll do a review of Lekutis Sichas Chelek Yud Aleph, the second Sich of Parshas Boi. This is a basically a siyum that the Rebbe made on Yud Aleph Nissen and the Meseches Pesachim. And the Rebbe's main questions involves around the question that the Tzalach asks also and the language of the Gemara seems like a um, extra lotion. Seems like uh, the Gemara brings down an extra words over there, and uh, the Tzlach tries to answer the question, and the Rebbe rejects the answers of the Tzlach that he answers over there, and the Rebbe comes up with a uh, brilliant interpretation, a different interpretation in the Gemara over there, based on the Rebbe's analysis um, about the mitzvah of Pidyon Haben, we know that the firstborn needs to be redeemed from the Torah. You have to do the Pidyon Haben by 30 days old. Now usually the mitzvah is done by the father because the child is still a baby. So the father redeems his son. The question becomes, what happens if he was not redeemed? In many cases, we have people becoming about teshuva later on in life, and they were firstborns, and their parents did not, unfortunately, for whatever reason, redeem them. So then there is a mitzvah for them to redeem themselves. They have to do their own pidyan aben. But the question becomes... Whose mitzvah, actually, the Rebbe discusses, is the mitzvah of the Pidyan Aben? Is it a mitzvah on the son? Son has to redeem himself. However, when the son is only 30 days old, where is the time of the mitzvah? He can't do it. So his father acts as his agent. And therefore, if the father did not, for whatever reason, redeem him, so then the son will redeem himself. But what happens if the father says, I want to redeem you, and the son says, no, 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 now that I'm an adult, I want to redeem myself. Who has the right? So if, to begin with, the obligation was the son's, but because he couldn't do it, we gave it to the father, but now that the father, now that the son is an adult, so the son is the one that is going to uh, do the pidyon haben because it's his mitzvah. But the other way of saying it is that really the mitzvah belongs to the father. That's the way the mitzvah is set up. What happens is if the father doesn't want to do it or can't do it, whatever the case is, then there's a new obligation. Now that the son has to step in because at the end of the day he was not redeemed yet. His father didn't do his obligation. So now he does it himself. The Rebbe is very interestingly going to explain that this is actually a machlekes, a disagreement between the Babylonian Talmud and Yerushalmi Talmud. And it's actually based upon which of the psukim we learn it from. And based on this idea that the Bavli holds 
that it's the obligation of the father, that's the Babali holds, as the Rebbe explains. So based on that explanation, we will understand the wording in the Gemara, in the end of Pesachim, and we'll have a good answer to explain that and also to explain the connection of Pidyan Haben with the Mesachas Pesachim. Let's look inside and uh, we'll take it step by step. Ois Aleph. In our parsha, in our parsha, the pasuk says, "All of the firstborn you should redeem." And Perik Yud Gimel pasuk Yud Beis pasuk Yud Gimel, and Lemaidim be Yerushalmi. So the Yerushalmi learns from this. In addition to the obligation itself that the father redeems his oldest son, that's the simple thing. You do it. The father takes the Bechoyr, the firstborn son, and the father redeems him. So we learn in addition to that, what happens if the father did not redeem his son? This son is obligated to redeem himself. That once he gets becomes an adult, then he should go ahead and redeem himself. So basically, this is the obligation, the posik. We learn it, it says, So we're saying that if you didn't redeem yourself, then if your father didn't redeem you, then you redeem yourself. That's the posik in the Parsha's boy, in our Parsha, where the Yerushalmi learns it from. But in the Babli, we learned this din from the Posik in the portion of Koirach. Over there it says, two times the Loshan Podoi, a number of Parshas Koirach. So over there we learn one time is for the Father to redeem, and the other one is to the Son. If the Father didn't redeem him, the Son redeemed himself. So basically it's the same halacha. It is only from a different Pasuk, either from the Pasuk in the Parsha's boy or from the Pasuk in the Parsha's Koirach. So, is there a difference between whether we learn it from the Pasuk in boy like the Yerushalmi or we learn it from the portion of Koirach? The Tzorich Lahavit, Aleph, number one, Mai Binayu. What difference does it make from which Pasuk we learn? That if his father has not redeemed, then he has to redeem himself. In other words, is there a difference? Or it's just arbitrary, but there should be a difference between. So what is the difference? And also, my time... Uh, and what's the reason? He learns it from the Pasuk Pasuk the the uh, the Babli, 
in the Parshas Koirach, So why is that? The Rebbe will explain that this is all very precise, that there is actually a big difference between these two Parshas. As the Rebbe will say in Ois base, the main obligation for Pidyan Haben comes in our Parsha, in the Parsha's boy. The Pidyan Haben that is mentioned in the Parsha's Koirach, over there that comes as part after the Machloikis of Koirach, the Torah goes and talks about the various different gifts that we have to give to the Kahanim. So over there, one of the gifts says that you give the Bechoyer, the Shekolim, that you have to redeem him, and you give it to the Koyin over there. Which means that's not the place of the obligation of Pidyan Ben. it's just the place where we're talking about the Matna Kuhuno. And the Rebbe will say, therefore, that that makes a difference in the obligation of the son when he redeems himself if the father hasn't redeemed him. It makes a difference in this halacha. Let's see inside. First, there is a difference in the contents and in the subject matter about the command for redeeming the son which is said in our parsha. And between this, that is said in the portion of Kerach. Aleph. The Parsha Seinu Nemar, in our Parsha, it says, We're talking very clearly about a father doing it for his son. It says, The specific Posek, what it says, Befeidish, we're talking about a father redeeming his son. And the same thing is, the person says, I will redeem the firstborn of my sons. So it's very clear here, that it is the father that has to redeem his son. As opposed to the portion of Koirach, in which the Torah just says it, in a plain way, it doesn't say about a father doing it to a son. It says, Over there it just says, you need to redeem the first born by men, just by the animals and by men. So that's one thing. And number two, In our portion, the command comes as a follow-up to the subject matter of the exodus of Egypt. And that becomes the reason, actually, why does Hashem tell us to redeem the Bechoyer? It says, the Pesach says, Parei hardened, made it difficult uh, to send us out. He didn't want to send us out. So, so God went and killed all the firstborn in the land of Egypt. Al Cain, and therefore the Pasik says, Kol I will redeem all the sons. For my firstborn sons, I will redeem. 
So that's the reason why redeeming it. So that's our parshas. Koirach Nemar Pidyon Haben the parshas Matnais Kehunan. In the portion of Koirach, the Pidyon Haben is talked about over there in the portions of the gifts of the Kehuna. Ubay Sofas Pratim, the Torah gives over there additional details. It tells you Ben Chodesh, Chamesh Shkolim, tells you that it's been three months old, and you give five Shkolim. Rebbe says, V'alpizeh, yesh lefarish tama hefresh, shebeina babli v'ayirushami. So basically, based on this, we can say the diff- the reason for the difference between the Babli and Yerushalmi, why they have a different source, with regards to the source of the halacha, that that if the father did not redeem him, so then the son has to, is obligated to redeem himself. So we can say that there is a difference between the Babylon and the Rishalmi, why they learn it out, because where we learn it out makes a difference in halacha. But the Rebbe says we should introduce first the explanation and the meaning and the end, the conclusion of Mesechta Psochim, which deals with Pidyan Aben. And the Rebbe is going to uh, go away now from this Psochim, what he started, and discuss the Gemara over there with a question and bring down the Tzlach, and there's going to be a whole pilpul. So, I know the Rebbe says to first be Magdim, but because I don't want people to lose uh, track, uh, it's going to be a, a, a whole other subject matter over here. So I just want to point out briefly what the Rebbe explains. The Rebbe says that according to the Yerushalmi that learns it out from the Parsha's boy, our Parsha, The obligation, since it says that father is obligated, this is the first time the obligation, it says it's obligation on the father to uh, redeem his son. Uh, so, and in the same exact POSIC, wherever the POSIC says that the father needs to redeem his son, in this same POSIC it says that the son redeems himself. So therefore, it means that the Son is equal in this, and basically it means that the only reason why the Torah gave this mitzvah to the father is because the son can't do it. So the Yerushalmi learns that the mitzvah is actually the son's. Learns that according to the Yerushalmi, that this halacha, that if the father did not redeem him, you have to redeem yourself, comes from the same posseh where the original obligation is in our parsha. So that means that to begin with the the two obligations the Torah included together, so therefore it likely that the obligation is on the son and the son is the cause from which the father does the mitzvah when he can't do so. And therefore if it's the son's mitzvah, as we said before, if the son insists that he wants to do the mitzvah, when he gets an adult, then it's his mitzvah. The father doesn't have anymore the mitzvah. The only reason the father had the mitzvah was before the son can do it. 
as opposed to the Babli, that this halacha we learn from another Pasik. So it turns out that first of all, the Torah told you one halacha, that the father is the one that is supposed to do the pidyon abed. We learned that the Pasha's boy. Then the Torah comes with a new chiv, an exempt, with an exception. That what happens if, in a different place, that if the father didn't do it, then the son gets to do it. But if the father wants to do it, then it's going to be the father's mitzvah, as we will learn later on. So Gimel, how's Gimel? Soif mesechte psochim iso, in the end of the meseches of psochim, we find like this. Rabbi Simloi ikla lepidyon aben. Rabbi Simloi came, happened to come to a redemption of a firstborn son of a b'choyer, lepidyon aben. They asked Rabbi Simloi, and this is the way they presented the question. There is two brachas that you make by the pidyon haben. One bracha is the pidyon haben, al pidyon haben, and the other bracha is shechion v'kimon. So they asked him like this: Pshita, it is obvious to us. Alpidian haben for redemption of the son, which is the bracha Asher Kiddishonu be mitzvahs of itzivon alpidian haben, who has sanctified us with his mitzvahs and instructed us to redeem the son. We know who makes that bracha. Avi haben mevarech, that is the father of the son making the bracha. However, we do have a question. They're asking Rabbi Simloi. The bracha of Baruch Shechiyonu v'kimonu v'giyonu l'izman hazeh, the blessing that who has given us life and sustained us and made and had us reach this time, the bracha Shechiyonu, who makes that bracha? Koyen mevarech? Oyavi haben mevarech. Is it the koyen that makes that bracha? Or it's the father of the son that makes that bracha? The bracha Shechiyonu. So while it's obvious that the bracha Alpidyan haben is made by the father, who makes the Shekhyonu, the father of the Koyen? What is the question? The two sides of the question. Koyen mevorech. Why the Koyen makes the bracha? The kamoti hano liyodik. Because he is the one, there is the benefit, the enjoyment, the pleasure is coming to his hands. He gets the five sloim. We know that when a person enjoys, gets an enjoyment, he makes a bracha. So therefore, Shekhyonu. So therefore, he's getting the five sloim. He makes the bracha. Oi, or on the other's hand is Avi haben Maybe the father of the son should make the bracha. Why the covid mitzvah? We know because he is the one that's doing the mitzvah, and we know when there is a mitzvah that comes from time to time, you make a shechiyonu. So maybe it's the father that will do the uh, the the bracha shechiyonu. And the Rebbe will explain also later on, very interestingly, that why can't they both make a bracha shechionu? So in the Rebbe's biur, that would be, be explained very well. But right now, the question was, who makes the shechionu? Is it made by the coin who gets the money, or is it made by the father who has the mitzvah? So the Gemara says, biyodi. So Rebbe Simloy did not have the answer. So also, shoyil medrosha. So he went and he asked in the Beis Medrash. Amrulei, so they said to him, Avi haben mevorich, shtay, that is the father that makes both the bracha. He makes the bracha of Alpidyan, haben also the shechionu, not the koyen. 
Milchaser, that is also the halacha. Avi Haben Mevorech Shtayim, that the father of the son makes both brachas. So the problem that we have over here, so really we have only one question. Who makes the bracha of Shechiyonu, the father of the Kohen? Why is it introduced by saying, Pshita, it's obvious that the father will make the Pidyan Haben bracha, but that wasn't even a question. So why is this addressed in the first place? So we need to understand the question was that is the shaila. the question is is the Kohen make the bracha or does the father of the son make the bracha by what we just want to know the bracha shachiyonu we know who makes the bracha we only want to know about the bracha shachiyonu so what place is there for this introduction? And we're saying that Pshita, it's obvious. Pshita, we're saying How is this flow? This is the main question that the Rebbe wants to know. Why does that have to do with the first statement that the Avi Haben makes the bracha al pidyon Haben? What? How does that connect? The way the Rebbe explains this, later on we will see, uh, after the, first the Rebbe goes through the questions of the Tzlach, that's the Neide Behuda in his Sefer on the Gemara of Psochim. Um, so after the Rebbe goes through his answers and how it's not accepted, the Rebbe doesn't accept his answers, the Rebbe learns that Actually, in this question over here, when it says, Pshita Alpidian Haben, the Avi Haben Mevorech, it's as if the Gemara said, Avi Haben Mevorech Le'olom, which means to say that the father will always make the Bracha Alpidian Haben, even after his son has become an adult. And let's say the son wants to do the uh, Bracha. Still, the mitzvah is on the father. It's the mitzvah is al pidyon haben, and we say avia ben mevorech, because we're saying that it's the mitzvah is on the father. Really, it's not that it's a mitzvah on the son, and from the son, uh, the son is the the the, the, the father is a agent of the son. No. The father gets the mitzvah all the time. He gets the mitzvah. He gets the mitzvah both if the before the child is able to when he's thirty days old, and after the child becomes an adult, still is the father's mitzvah. Because it's the father's mitzvah, that is why we want. Maybe that's why we want the father should make the bracha of uh, Shechionu. But if the mitzvah would be take, not always the father's, which means that it's really the son's mitzvah, and the father's just stepping in, then we wouldn't have a question. Then we don't wouldn't have such a question that the uh, father should make the bracha. Then we would say, 
you know what, the coin could make the bracha because it's not really the father's mitzvah so much as we'll wait later on that I will explain. The Tzlach answers this question that he says the Gemara's introduction by saying Pshita that the it's obvious that the bracha of Alpidian Haben the Avi Haben Mevorech is specifically the wording of the bracha al pijain haben. The Gemara's introduction by bringing this down is to say, since the language of the bracha is al pijain haben, and therefore the question is, who makes the bracha shechiyonu? What does it have to do with Alpijan Haben? So he comes up with two ideas. First of all, that the language Alpijan Haben points to the fact this is based on a uh, Rosh and uh, the name of the Rivon, but that's a whole discussion. But based on that, we know when we say the Bracha Alpijan Haben, versus Livdois Haben, that means that the Pidyan Haben can be done through a Shaliach. So that means that the father could make a Shaliach to do the Pidyan Haben. So the way that Tzlach explains it, so since when you will send a Shaliach, so then, and when a Shaliach does it, which is another discussion, but that's what the Tzlach explains. That when a Shliach does it, he is not going to make the bracha of Shechiyonu. And therefore, maybe, so it turns out that in that case, when you're doing the Pidyan Aben through a Shliach, there's not going to be a bracha Shechiyonu. So therefore, maybe the Koyen should always make the bracha shechiyonu, so we'll get the bracha shechiyonu in all cases, whether the father does it himself or he says a shliach. That's one way. Another way he explains that the fact that it says al and not livdois would point to the fact that there's another party over here. The Rebbe explains in the Ha'ara exactly how we learned this out from the Tshuvah Sarivosh, but for our discussion, the fact that Al means that there is a Koyen that helps him, so therefore, the since you make the Bracha Al, and it means that the Koyen is part of the Mitzvah as well, so the question is, since he is the one that gets also the benefit, maybe the coin should make the bracha. That's how the Tzlach explains what the Gemara introduces, the um, statement that Pshita, that the Alpidyan Aben, Avi Aben Mevorach. But the Rebbe is going to point out that in the language of the Gemara, it doesn't seem like it's just the Loshen Alpidyan Aben is what is the introduction. It's the fact, who makes the bracha is that since the father makes the bracha, and the Rebbe points to the languages. But let's see inside. So, 
This question was asked by the Tzlach. And the Tzlach answers, that the intention of the Gemara by bringing first the piece that Pshito Avi Haben Mevorech is to emphasize that the question that we have in the blessing of Shechiyon, whether the coin of the Father says it, it comes because of the precise language of the blessing of the Pidyan Abed. He explains it in two ways. Aleph. The first way he explains it is the fact that you make and not the bracha that is evidence that it's possible to redeem through a shaliach. And since we already know that you can do it through a shaliach from the lotion of al pijanaben, in that case, so the Question arises: Who should make the bracha shechionu? The koyein or the avi haben? And the question is: Avi haben mevorech oiso? Should the father of the son making that bracha of shechionu af al pi? Even though shemipnezet vutal lipomim bracha zu. This bracha will sometimes be wasted. When you make a shliach to redeem your son, if the obligation of the father and a shliach does it, then he would not make the bracha shechiyonu. And the Rebbe points out it's still also debatable in the Hara 13. But nevertheless, that's the svarah. So, Mikol Mokayim. But still, even though we're going to say that sometimes the bracha shechion is not going to be made because a shaliach, then the, the shaliach won't make the bracha shechionu, still the father is the one who needs to make the bracha shechionu, shumtukovit mitzvah does the mitzvah and will lose it sometimes, the shechionu will lose it. Oy, or we're going to say, that this reason, that we're saying that since there is going to be a wasted bracha when we're not going to do shechionu, when it's going to be done through a shliach, so this decides to the, the institution the coin should make the bracha then he will make the bracha by every redemption since the benefit comes to his hand every time, all the time, so therefore let him make the bracha shechiyonu, so we'll never miss a bracha shechiyonu, whether, and therefore even when the father is here, and is not a shlich, he should also make the bracha dekoyim. That's the introduction. So again, so the al basically tells us that it is a shaliach, and by a shaliach, it'll turn out that the shechion, if it's made by the father, will sometimes be wasted. That's one way the tzlach explains it. And base, the number two is that the hanusach al pidyan aben mechiach, the language of al pidyan aben, proves to us she'ein mitzvah sa pidyan nasev enigmeres al yidei avi ben l'chud. 
that the mitzvah of redemption is not done and completed by the Father alone. From the lotion of Al, but it's done by the support of the Koyen that receives the redemption. That is Mashma from Loshan Al, as the Rebbe brings down in the order from the Rivosh, why it's that way. But in nevertheless, since the word Al means that there is a part, another party, which is the Koyen, and that's why the Gemara has the question. Who should make the brachshion? Based on the fact that the koyin also has a part, because we're saying al pidyon aben means that the koyin has a part in the mitzvah. Now we want no mirchshion. Kivon shali deishneim nasi sam mitzvah. Since the mitzvah is done through both of them, vahakoyin harei gamoten aliyode, and the koyin is also in addition to being part of the mitzvah. Al pidyon aben part of the mitzvah is also going to know meila. Maybe the coin should make the bracha. Or the main mitzvah is still the father's. We don't... Both of these interpretations are based on the language of Al, which the Tzlach explains means that the Kedmeid shliach. it means that the coin is a participant, and therefore that's the basis of the Shailah. But but the basis for his comment, this commentary, Shasofik shal that this question that they asked is this is based, it's only from the uh, specific language that does not settle so much in the style and the flow of this idea in the Gemara, it doesn't really sit so. And the Rebbe is going to bring out three points why it doesn't sit. First of all, from the uh, Opposite. You're saying like this. Pshito, it's obvious that he makes the bracha. Hulu baruch, hulu. But the question is, So the obvious is that the father makes, and the question is the the baruch, and the other one is, Mashma, da so it turns out that it's obvious is in the same part in which the question is is who is the is, is, is the Mavarech. Since over here it's obvious that it's the father that makes the bracha, we have a question: who makes the bracha over there? But according to the tzlach, it's not who makes the bracha. It's for another reason. It's for the al because there's a coin involved or because there is. A shlich involved, so it's not the pshita and the result are not on the same level. Number two, it's not symmetrical. Base im iker had goshehu. If the main emphasis is loy bezed the pshita shaha avu amavarech alapijan, it's not this aspect that is the father who is the one that is making the bracha. Ella. The main the emphasis in the Gemara bringing down is benusach habracha is the style of the bracha. The Gemara is learning it pshita because you make the alpijanabet imkain habelul meimer b'seder ofuch. So then the writing should have been in the opposite way. Pshita the Gemara should have said pshita shavi haben mevorech alpijanabet benusach habijanabet. 
Not like Bas we're saying who is the one that's making the bracha? The, the the language should be over there. We know the obvious part is we know what kind of bracha you make that you're making alpidyan aben and not making libdeisus aben or and so to involve the coin also. But in our Gemara it says it's obvious that the father makes the bracha, the father of the son. So that's him. That's not the issue. It's not the issue. The issue is. The language, it's obvious that he makes the bracha al. Not who's the one that makes the bracha. The mashmad So it's mashmad that we're not going into derive what kind of bracha. We're just trying to say who makes the bracha. Here the father makes the bracha. Who makes the bracha there? That's the issue here. And number three, Havala Memer Vikitzer Gimel should have said. Short kivan dal pidyan aben mevorech al pidyan aben. Since he makes al pidyan aben, that makes he makes al pidyan aben. So baruch shechiyonu chulu. Koyin mevorech. Should the koyin do the koyin should do that bracha because he is part of the mitzvah. Or because by Yashlich it's not going to happen, he may not have the bracha at all. So basically, the lotion of the Gemara does not sustain the pirush of the tzlach. So we come back with the issue what is it? So So we have back the question if we don't accept the interpretation of the tzlach, Matam why did we need this introduction that since the father of the son is the one that makes the pidyan aben, who's going to make the bracha shechiyonu? Why is the father the one that makes the pidyan aben have to do, how does it introduce the question who makes the bracha shechiyonu? We know, we know who makes the bracha pidyan aben, that it's the father, but we only want to know who makes the bracha of shechiyonu. And the Rebbe says further, you also see that same emphasis about brachas in the end of the story. In the end of this uh, matter. When the Siloi didn't have the answer, so he went to the base Medrash to ask them over there. And what did they say to him? They said, So they didn't say, the Avi Ben Mevorach, this bracha. They told him now about both brachas. But who's talking about the first bracha? It should not be an issue. The Gabbasim by Gemara, and also when the Gemara concludes, So it seems that also in the Avi Ben will make two brachas. What is it negated to the two brachas? The issue is the Gemara should have said, the Avi Ben Mevorach, Shechiyonu. And the Gemara said, Hilchasav and Shechiyonu. Are we coming to teach us here numbers that it's a numbers game? He's going to do two. But the question was never about the two brachas. It was only one bracha. He should have not have said, Ella only said, So basically, the Rebbe in the Siyum of the Gemara is asking on the language 
How come it starts off before it asks the question, who makes the bracha shechiyonu? Uh, the coin of the father starts it off by saying that the father is the one that makes, it's obvious that makes, the father makes the opinion of man. How does that relate to the question of the coin? And now the Rebbe is also going to ask, what does this have to do with the end of Meseches Pesachim? How does this relate to the Meseches Pesachim, to the end of Pesachim? This discussion. Now, we also need to understand what is the connection between the mitzvah of redeeming the son and the bracha? That's why, because of its connection, it was organized in the end. What connection have to Mesech So the Rebbe brings down that the Rashbam says it has to a connection to the laws of Pesach in which you bring two carbonas together, which talks about two brachas. Here is also two brachas. Shachiyonu uh, and the bracha of Alpidina Ben. But the Pidish Rashbam Evuer, in the commentary of the Rashbam, it's explained, Shum, quote, Shum, da'iri masnis in bishnei mini brachas. Because the discussion in the Gemara over there. The Mishnah over there is talking about making two types of brachas. One person and you're doing one action. And these actions are connected one with the other. One of the actions connected Pesach So you bring the carbon Pesach but together the Korban Pesach, because it has to be eaten al Seva, you also bring the Zevach. You also bring the Shechagigo Bo Ima Pesach. The Korban Chagiga comes with the Korban Pesach. So they're really together. So you're bringing, you're bringing these Korbanas together and you make over there two brachas. One for the Pesach and one for the Chagiga. That's why he's also mentioning this case of the father of the son who's redeeming his son, that he makes the two brachas. That's what it says in the Rashbam. This could fit or come out okay in the Gemara. But we still need to look into this because in the Rif and the Rosh, they also quote in the end of Mesech Psachim, the Rif quotes this statement, the Rosh quotes this statement. They bring this halacha pidyan aben, that the avi aben mevorich shtayim, that he'll make the two brachas in the Mesech Psachim. But it is there usual custom that they were quoting over here that they collect the laws from the Gomorrah, from the Shas for that that was occupied in this halacha. So they shouldn't have brought this halacha of two brachas of Pidyan Aben over here, they should have just brought it the Mesechta Bechayres where it talks about in the Mesechta uh, Bechayres, 
which was actually asked by the Korban Asana of the Rizda. So you can't say it's just Shtayim Shtayim, that's the only reason. That, that would be a good reason for the Gemara. But it has to be a content connection over here. We have to say the above halacha of Pidyon Aben has some sort of specific connection to Mesechta Pesachim. So basically, the Rebbe's question in, in, in the seam that the Rebbe is asking is the introduction of Pshita, uh, that the Avi Aben makes the Pidyon Aben. Why is that an introduction to the question who makes the Bricha uh, Shechayonu? The Rebbe also further points out that in the Gemara, the Gemara says Ben Varech Shtayim, Varech Shtayim. So all two, what is, how, how are they related? It's just a question about the Shechiyonu. And, uh, and also the Rebbe asks, what is the relationship from this whole thing to the Meseches Pesachim? Seems that there's an inherent relationship. The Rebbe explains this by going back and explaining the original part of the Sicha of the different psukim of the uh, Babli and the Yerushalmi, and the Rebbe is basically going to point out that according to the Babli, uh, the Chiyuv is really on the father to be redeeming his son all along. It's only that if the father doesn't do it, then the Torah has moved it on later on in the Parsha of uh, Kairach, over there, when the Torah talks again, gave another halacha that when the father doesn't do it, so then the son does it. But if the father wants to do it, he didn't do it in time, he didn't 30 days, it gets to be the father's bracha. That, the fact that it is the father's bracha, aviyah ben mivorech, and aviyah ben mivorech, as the Rebbe has in all cases, that's the basis for the question who should make the brichas the the brichas shechiyon let's look inside hey vabir vachose the explanation of this ha mitzvah de pidyon nasa adesh loisha mishtatfin the mitzvah of the redemption takes place is done there are three participants avi haben the father of the son hapoida as benoi he redeems his son then haben the son hanivda who is redeemed and then the Hakoyen, I'm a couple the May Pigeon. And then you have the Koyen who receives the money for the redemption. So the, the Koyen we can sort of put aside. He is not a main participant. The father and the son, those are the two main participants. The redeemer and the one who is redeemed. The participation of the Kohen and the fact that he is the one that receives the money of the redemption by and and that's how the Bukhair is redeemed. It doesn't mean that there is a obligation placed on the Kohen, leave this Yisrael, that he has to go redeem a firstborn from a Jewish family. He's only a portion, he's a condition, the mitzvah's hapidia, in the mitzvah hapidia. Which means, how could the redemption be done? You have to give the money to the koyim. 
not his obligation. He becomes a party to it, but not a tenai, how we can fulfill the mitzvah. But the mitzvah itself is not the coin's mitzvah to go redeeming Yisrael. However, this is the coin's one. But as far as the father of the son who is doing the redemption, and the son who's being redeemed, we can say it in two ways. Number one, Aleph, mitzvah the truth of the matter is, the one who has to redeem is the son. He needs to be redeemed. But since it's impossible for the son to redeem himself as, as a young age, and the Torah wants him to uh, redeem at a young age, is at the time when the mitzvah takes place at 30 days, that's why the Torah placed the mitzvah on the father to redeem his son. He enters in his place in his disobligation. Son needs to be redeemed. Can't do it himself, so the father enters his place. By the way, all these details, the, the Haaretz Rebbe explains it at length, but this will be sufficient for what we're learning the Sikha. Bayes, the other possibly possibilities is We're saying no. Who has to redeem himself is on the father. The mitzvah for redemption is the mitzvah of the father. If the father doesn't do it, then the son does it. But it's the father's mitzvah. What would be the nafkimina? What would be the difference? Between these two ways. If the father had not redeemed him while he was a minor, while he couldn't do it, until the, my, the son became an adult, who on them lies the obligation to redeem. If we should say like the first idea that it's to begin with is the sons. The main mitzvah of redemption is the obligation of the son. So in this case, so when the son has become an adult and he's already fit, and therefore that's why he's obligated to redeem himself. And and therefore the obligation has left, has gone away from the father. Also his privilege, he no longer has an obligation or privilege. The father has no obligation, no more privilege in redeeming his oldest son, that is his son that is a Bechayr. But if we should say that the father, to begin with, is obligated, that it's his obligation, the father's obligation, even after this son has become an adult, but he hasn't been redeemed yet, the father still remains his obligation, his privilege. However, there is a special uh, learning that we learn out from a Pasuk, if the father doesn't redeem him, then he should redeem himself. He's obligated to redeem himself, as said earlier. And this, the Rebbe hinges now, is the Machloikis from where we learn this. If we learn this from the original Pasuk, where we say, like the Yerushalmi says, that from the original Pasuk, where we learn in our Parsha, Parsha's boy, about the obligation to redeem your son. And right there and then, the Torah tells you also about extra limut, as the Yerushalmi learns, that your son has an obligation to do it. 
if you didn't redeem him. So then we're saying that the Torah equally tells them both together, and it makes sense that it's the father doing the obligation of the son, because the son can do it. But if, according to the Babli, the first passage just talks about the father, and there's only an obligation, the Torah doesn't take away that obligation. Later on, Pashas Kairach, which the Babli learns out, that if the father didn't do it, then the son should do it. That means not that the father lost his, oblig- uh, his privilege in his obligation. That stands, the Pasuk in Pashas Bay stands. It's only if there's nobody doing it, the father isn't doing it, then the son should do it. Let's look inside. This, with this we can explain the difference between the Babli and the Shalmi. As far as the source of this Aloch and the Pasuk. According to the learning of the Yerushalmi. That also this Aloch of Shim Leipodo of Yibchayim lived this as Atzmei. That if the father had redeemed them, he's still obligated to redeem himself. Nil Madhuma Isa Posik, it's learned from that same Posik. And the Posik says, This Posik says, You should redeem your son. The father has to redeem his son. This is the Posik. That same Posik, since it says, We're saying also, the son has to re- uh, redeem himself. That's the Pasuk that Yerushalmi learns out. The very same Pasuk that says that the father has to redeem. In that Pasuk we're also learning that the son should redeem himself if his father hadn't redeemed him. So, That means that in the beginning when the source about the we talk about the first source for the mitzvah of redeeming the son in the Pasuk So both of these obligations have been included ben the father and the son together. So therefore, mitzvah makes sense. that the main mitzvah is the son. and from the son it results The obligation of the father, which is explicit in the Torah, is a result from that same passage where we learn that there is a obligation of the son. Since the mitzvah is to redeem him in his, when he's small, when he can't do it himself, leave this as he cannot redeem himself. That's what the Torah says. That the father should redeem the son in the place of the son, if the, the, his son in the place of the son doing it. As opposed to the learning in the Gemara, in the, in the Babli, that this aloche, that Shaben Chayv lived this as Atzma, Im Le'Padovi, that the son has to redeem himself if a father didn't redeem him. Yalfin Me'Posek Acha, we learned this from another Posek, and we learn it in a, like in a sideway way, Hanemar Kiprat Echod, the Parshas Matnas Kuna. This is one detail in the section when we talk about the gifts of the Kohen. So the Torah mentions over there, Podoitiv, that you learn out that you redeem yourself. It does not come from the same verse which is in the portion of Pidyan Aben, our parsha boy, in which the Torah talks about the father. So it's not in the same parsha, it's a different halacha. So from this it's evident. The 
that the obligation of the son has no place and no connection to the obligation of the person and the father. It's not to take it away from that or anything else. It's something independent. It comes as an additional learning elsewhere with Torah. Something else in the Torah. Torah tells you another aloha. That also this son is able to redeem himself when he becomes an adult. What this means is that the mitzvah itself of redeeming the son is an obligation of the father. And not the son. So there is one obligation. It's the obligation of the father, not the son. After the son has become an adult, I'm not going to say now something has been taken away, left the father. We're not going to say that the obligation to bring the father all of a sudden left. The terrorists told the father to redeem your son. That just because we're saying that the son needs to do it, I'm not going to say the father lost the Why should we say so? We're just saying, the son becomes in all mitzvahs. And also in, also in this mitzvah, if the father didn't redeem him, he's in them. But it's if the father doesn't want to redeem his son, the Torah places this obligation on the son. But if the father wants to, then the father is remains with the father because we've never taken anything away from the father. We've just added an additional obligation that if the father doesn't do it, then the son should do it. And that is because it's a totally different pasik and it's a different chiyuv. And so we have one chiyuv for the father that remains. There's no reason to say, we took it away from him. And the obligation of the son is if the father doesn't do it, then the son needs to do it. Now, in Noizvav, the Rebbe explains, now we understand the introduction of the Gemara Psochim, this pshita that the father makes the bracha. When, when the Gemara is saying the father makes the bracha, it means to say that it does it in all conditions, which means that the mitzvah is the father's. The only reason why we would say that the father should get the bracha, that the Gemara is questioning, that the father should get the bracha, is because the father, it is the father's mitzvah, and that's why maybe he should override the kohen, and he should also get the bracha of Shechiyonu. But if the mitzvah is not the father's uh, to begin with, uh, it's the son's, then there would be no svarah for him to override the kohen's uh, connection to making the bracha Shechiyonu, as the Rebbe will explain. That's why it comes. If the mitzvah wasn't the father, it was the son's, then we wouldn't have a question. Then we would know for sure that the coin gets to make the bracha shechiyonu. But it's because of pshita. Because it's obvious that it's the father's mitzvah, the father's bracha, like the babli, the father makes the bracha. That's why we have the question, should the, maybe because it's the father's bracha, also maybe the father is the one who should make the shechiyonu. Let's look inside. Bob. To me, Hanal will also be able to settle the previous question. This humor the Mesechta Psachim at the end of Mesechta Psachim. Tam Hagdoma, we were questioning why does the Gemara introduce the question 
of who makes the bracha shechiyonu, the father koyin, by saying pshita that it's obvious. Hashem kishonu mitzvos mitzvon alpidin aben avi aben mivonich that this bracha of Hashem kishonu mitzvos mitzvon alpidin aben is the father of the son who makes the bracha. Kedav kelaachar agdom azu because specifically after this introduction, movenes habaya mi mivonich shpirir bichas shechiyonu. Now we understand the question who makes the bracha shechiyonu because we know that it's the father that makes the bracha shechiyonu b'mitzvayso. Apidin aben. Hadiyuk hu kiv on the pshita. It's obvious. In other words, b'li kol tenoim. The word pshita here doesn't just mean that he makes the bracha. It means it's obvious and that is to tell you there's no conditions. All the time. Apidin aben ha'av Mevarich, that the father makes the bracha pidyon aben. It's hainu lo'ilo, which means always. Kam la'achar shagod laben. Even after the son becomes an adult. Ubenu sachshahav oimer. And in the language that the father says, he is the one that has the... He says, Asher kedishonu b'mitzvayisov v'tzivonu. So in other words, he is saying the mitzvah. He always does the bracha al pidyon aben. Kloimer. If the father would not make the bracha when the child, when the son grows up, but the son would make the bracha, and that would be the reason because the mitzvah is the obligation of the son. And the only reason why the father does it, the Torah brought in the father into this obligation when the son can't do it, if that was the case, then they would not have the question, who would make the When you are redeeming the son, when he's small, who would make the shechiyonu? We would say, It would be obvious that the Koyim would make the bracha. Because since his bracha will be on the benefit that comes to him, the pleasure he getting the Chamisha Sloyim, the Ainsvaraloyim are because in that case there's no reason to say, it's not reasonable to say, the father of the son, to make the bracha. It's because it's not really his mitzvah from the beginning. From the, it's not his mitzvah. He's only doing a mitzvah for his son. Similar to the one who makes a bracha for others, doesn't make a shechiyonu, which is, was, um, and, 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 and therefore... It's not his mitzvah. And the Rebbe quotes from the Rambam. And the Rebbe also puts the note here, but this was mentioned by the Tzlach earlier, and the Rebbe had the note over there that that's also questionable. But the bottom line is that Rambam Paschas like that, and that means that if the father is only a shaliyah for his son, so to speak, and the Koyen is the one that's getting the money, so then the Koyen should make the bracha. It's pshita. Pshita means that the blessing commanded mitzvah is alpidyan aben. The father always makes the bracha vitzivonu Meaning this pshita means it's leolom, which means that 
always the father means it's the father's mitzvah. From this is evidence that the redemption of the son is the mitzvah of the father. In therefore we have a question. Who should make the brach Should it be the father or the koyen? Because now the father is mechuy. Since they're both equal, the COVID mitzvah should the father make because he's the one that is doing now the mitzvah. It's not his son's mitzvah. Hashem privileged the father with that mitzvah. Habom is manless man that comes from time to time. But that's why we make a shechiyonu. Oi, the Gemara wants to know shakoyin yivorech. Maybe the koyin should make the bracha. Kivon the matanol yodei, since he is the one that's getting the pleasure. And any time that there is a enjoyment to the person's heart, person is happy about something, it comes to a person from time to time, is obligated to make a bracha on it. So therefore, maybe as the law brought on a shukhanorach. So therefore, should it be the father or should it be the kayan? So the Rebbe asks now, according to this explanation over here, so it turns out that they both have good reasons to make the Shekhyonu. So why don't we have them both make a Shekhyonu? So why are we worried? If the Gemara's question is because this one, is, he has to do it because of his mitzvah. And he has to do it because of his enjoyment. Why should only one do it? And the Rebbe explains that the enjoyment of five shekel is not such a great enjoyment unless somebody is not doing it for the mitzvah itself. In other words, if the father wouldn't doing it for the mitzvah and he's making the shechiyonu for his anor, which involves a mitzvah, but if the father is mechuyiv and he would make the shechiyonu, then the, just the five shloim is not enough. Let's look inside. If you'll say, let them both make the brach shechiyonu. ben al the father of the son, because he gives to the koyen because he has the pleasure of the, of the privilege of the mitzvah. will be He will make because he's receiving the shum, the matan because the benefit comes to his end. So the Rebbe says, "Shleimar." You can say like this: Since we hold la the ain mevorchim shechiyonu. We don't make a bracha shechiyonu. I'll call hanoah boloi laodom, and any benefit that comes to a person, elo rak bahanoah's dover choshim miyuchad. Only if you have a benefit, something which is important, something special. Shalachem mevorchim. That's why the bracha shechiyonu rakim kono buys chodesh. If you buy a new house, I beg it chodesh and ugam dechulu. Shalachem beniden the dan. In our case, ain ala koyin levorch shechiyonu. The Koyen should not make a Baruch Shechiyonu mitzad ha'anosim b'kabola se'isloim b'levad just for his benefit of receiving the five sloim alone. <coughs> That's not enough of a benefit. Elo m'shum sh'anosim zu bo'loi me'mitzvah spidyan ha'ben. It comes the mitzvah spidyan ha'ben getting five sloim from a mitzvah spidyan ha'ben. So by mitzvah, the mitzvah itself, av she'nasal de'achra'av, it's done through somebody else, the father. Hu da'achshevei la'anosim that makes his Hanoah special. The father doing a mitzvah makes his Hanoah special. But that can only last if the father doesn't make the bracha. 
So when the father makes the Baruch Shechion Ha'en Shevarach Al-Etzim HaMitzvah, he makes on the Mitzvah itself, and Mokim La'koyin Levarach Shechionu B'Kesher Matofel Shavah. So then there is no room for the Koyin to make Shechionu as it's tied to the secondary, the Achshvel HaNoi, the father's Mitzvah made his five Sloim important. In Cain, Ein Abrocha El-Alanoi Levada. Then the Brocha would only make on the joy alone. And that's not enough. Five Sloim is not enough. That's not Meyuchah. And that you can't make a bracha. So it has to be either or. It's either he's going to make the bracha alone without the father, and then five sloim together with the achshaveh, it's important because it has a mitzvah now, or let the father, if the father makes already the, pos, the, prob, the, the bracha on the mitzvah, then there's no achshaveh, then no alone, you don't make a bracha. That's why when the conclusion the Rebbe says in the Gemara, the Gemara uses Shtayim, because that explains to us that because the Father makes always the Broche on the Pityan Aben, that means that it's his mitzvah, that's why he's Mavarich Shtayim. That's why he makes both, because it's his mitzvah, he makes it, and that's why he makes Shechion. Based on the above explanation, Yuvan Gamki Diu Kaloshin. We also understand the specific language the Rebbe asked before. After he went to ask him, Mishmedrash, they told him, Avi haben Don't have a two. So why does he have to tell him two? But it's not sufficient for them just to resolve the question alone. They could have just said, Avi haben says that is coming to emphasize. That there's really one reason by both of them. That the main mitzvah is his. It's all his mitzvah. It's not that he's coming in the place of his son when his son can do it. And therefore he would make the bracha even when there is place for the son to be obligated. He still make the bracha. In other words, the main shechiyon, the main mitzvah, it's his mitzvah, it's his shechiyon. That's he would make it a bracha, even though the koyin gets a noah. Just as the chiva ben, okay, now he makes the bracha, and then he would make the bracha. And that's why we make boys brachas. Bim ho yonemer, Aviyah ben vorech shechionu. If the Gemara would have just said, Father son makes shechionu, le'evidin on time of the milsa, we wouldn't know the reason. Why does the father make the shechionu? V'ayav sheloimer dezehu, we could have said that the reason is mishum she'in dai ba'noa zu demotu liyoda dekoyen, le'vorech alayah shechionu, that it's not sufficient that the hanoa, that it comes to the koyen to make a bracha a shechionu. If we just said, maybe it's not enough. But we're not saying that it's not because it's not enough. Because what we're saying is it's because the father is the one that is doing the mitzvah and it's his mitzvah and therefore it's the main mitzvah and he makes the bracha. But not because it's not enough in the Chamesh Shloim together with the Achshaveh, together Chamesh Shloim as associated with the mitzvah. Kishem, just like Shem of we would have thought, maybe you don't make a bracha shechiyonu because there's only five slime. Kishem Shem of Baruch, Merakim, Korabai, Shchodesh, V'chulu. 
like you know, only if a bais chodesh you make a bracha. But derech shen a koyim vorech al kol matnas kuna. Okay, it's a boy. A koyim would not make a shechiyana when he gets out other matnas kuna or similar, because it's not sufficient. So if the Gemara didn't say mevorech shtayim, you wouldn't know why taka did we take away the bracha from the koyim and gave it away to the to the avia ben. But when the Aloha says it's Mavorich Shtayim, it's basically to say that the main mitzvah of Pidi Rabben is this father's. So notwithstanding that the Kohen gets Hanoe, he's going to want to make the bracha. So based on what we just learned now, that this Posik in our parsha, in parsha's boy, which talks about the mitzvah pidyon haben, is the main, and it talks about the av. He gets the mitzvah, and it's a follow-up because Hashem smith all the firstborn, and that's why we have to redeem the son. This is actually the whole idea of Pesach. Why do we celebrate Pesach? We celebrate Pesach is because Hashem jumped over the houses of the Jewish people when he's plagued the Mitzrayim. And that's why we have to. So it's the same idea. That is based on, on, on that. And, 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 and just like that was done by HaKadosh Baruch who's the Av. He jumped over and he redeemed, he saved the, so the father is obligation to redeem his son. Zayim. Let's look inside. Based on this, we can also explain the connection of the idea of redeeming the son to Bzakhtabsakim. Just like the main mitzvah of Pidyan Aben is our Pasik, This is the main mitzvah, not the parshas. Koirach, where it says, that's not the main. The main of Pidyan Aben, and that's why it's the mitzvah on the father, is this is written in the Chumash. This is as a continuation to the reason and the cause for the Tzivu. Why did the Ebrister tell us to redeem? It was when Pare made hardened his heart, hardened made it hard to send it out, to send us out. So Hashem went and killed all the Bechoyer Beretz Mitzrayim, and then Vihitzilas Bni Bechoyer Yisrael saved my oldest son Yisrael. Yidn are the Bni Bechoyer. Hashem saved us. And that's why every Jewish father has to redeem his oldest son. Because Hashem saved us. Saved his first son while he killed all the Egyptians. So similar is the order and the idea in the oral Torah. Same thing is the old Sechtep Sochim is a follow-up what is the main and what is the idea of Pesach? That's what happens, that the uh, main idea of Pesach is that Hashem jumped over the houses of the 
B'nai Yisrael, when he plagued the Egyptians, the Makas Bechoyres. Say Makas Bechoyres, that's Pesach, that's Pesachim. That's in the Torah Shabbat Peh. Be'ez Bateinu Hitzil, which means the Bechoyres Bateinu Hitzil. And specifically, he saved the Bateinu, but he saved the Bechoyres in the Bateinu. Harehu hu hatam. So the whole Mesech Te Pesachim, why they've done is the same reason the Mitzvah Pidjan Abed. And that's why we have to redeem the son. That's why this is the result, this is the effect, and the conclusion of Sechta Pesachim is that because Hashem saved, then Hashem saved the Bechoy, that's why we have to redeem that. And also, as it relates in connection to this end of Sechta Pesachim, Merumas Gama Tamanal. Also, the above mentioned reason is uh, uh, the reason for this is also the fact that the father makes Shechionu. This explains to us that uh, this all comes that why does the father make the Shechionu? Because this is the way it happened that the father is the one, because it's the father's mitzvah, because this is the way the Ebershter did it. Ki von shat solas, b'nei Yisrael, b'chayri Yisrael. Since saving the firstborn of Yisrael, which was the reason for the, why are we redeeming the b'nei Yisrael? Because Hashem saved the b'nei b'chayri Yisrael. How did that take place? Aidei shaposa chavaye, means Hashem jumped over and Hashem jumped over, saved us, and then Hashem took us out. Saved us and took us out of Mitzrayim. That's why we know the result. When we do the mitzvah to commemorate that, the mitzvah is pidyon aben, which is mitzvah pidyon aben. The Torah says al kain. That's why you should have the result from the mitzvah from the miracle. No, so this, we're done now with the nigla, with the revealed part, with the pilpul, and the Rebbe's fascinating insight into this piece of Gomorrah in the Pidyan Haben. The Rebbe's, uh, besides the Aris, just to what we just learned now, putting everything in perspective. But now, there's a whole other part of the Sikha explaining this whole Siyum in Pnimis Hoinyonim. The Rebbe is mevayed the whole Sugya in Pnimis Hoinyonim that the issue whether the father makes the Baruch Shechiyonu or it's the Koyen, the Rebbe explains also the name of Rab Simloi that the Geula, which is the discussion of the end of, of the Meseches Pesachim, uh, which Hashem jumped over and freed the Bnei Yisrael, Bnei B'chayi Yisrael, so at the end, which is the end of Golus, which Hashem is taking us out of Golus, so Hashem is redeeming us. And there's two ways that this redemption can take place. Either it can take place through the level of Av, so the original redemption starts with Av regardless. 
the Geula comes from Av. Av is Chokma, which is higher than Ishtalshalus. The question becomes the Bracha Shechayonu, to be Mamshich Lizman in the time of Zman, is that sufficient to be Derech HaTeva, the level of Chesed Ishtalshalus? And therefore, Mota Anoli because Hashem benefits even Ishtalshalus, because Hashem is in the Golos with the Yidn. And also this is a schar for the Aveda, so it is therefore sufficient when it comes through the level of Ishtalshalus that the Hamshochin Zman should be in a way not higher, not from the level of Av, not from the higher level, but the conclusion is that that both the source of the redemption and the actual redemption comes from Hashem. Very beautifully, the Rebbe explains all the different words here, and uh, let's look inside. Ches. So based on the above, we can explain the conclusion of the Meseches Pesachim in the inner meaning of the things, of the matters. What is Siyum? Siyum means a conclusion. So in the end of Pesachim, we're talking about Hasiyum. This is the end. And the end, Vahashlemus, and the wholesomeness. This is the end of the, the redemption of B'ni B'chari Yisrael. Yes, B'ni B'chari Yisrael were released in Mitzrayim, from Mitzrayim. That was the beginning. But when is the end? That will be Mahagolus Hainagolus Hazahachrin. This is the last Golus. So in the end of Pesachim, we're talking about over here how this conclusion of this Pesachim where Hashem jumped over and is saved the Bechayda Yisrael, how this redemption is going to take place. Since the Ebrister tells us to redeem, then it's incumbent upon Hashem, because Hashem to redeem us, because what He tells us to do, He does Himself. Sharei, Chukov mishpatav li Yisrael, Chukov, it is His laws and His statutes, that what He tells to the Yidin, He does it by Himself. So which Hashem tells us to redeem the Bechayr, He has to take B'ni Bechayr, He didn't take us out also. So for sure, HaKadosh Baruch Hu fulfills the mitzvah of Pidyan Aben. So when we're talking about the end of Pesachim, the Ebrister is fulfilling the mitzvah, to take us out from the Golos, this oldest son, the Bechayr, Son, which the Bnei Bechayri, the Ebrish has taken us out of Golos. So, how does the end begin with? The end begins with Rabbi Simloi, the author uh, of Rabbi Simloi, Rabbi Simloi. This is how the beginning of the end of the Mesechta Pesachim takes place. So, what is the Rabbi Simloi stand for? Rabbi Simloi is no Shuhu Bal Hashmua. He's the author of this. Statement, and the ruling that that a person shall always organize Hashem's praise and then he should daven. So basically, Rabbi Simloi's involvement is in how to praise Hashem, organize Hashem's praise. 
This is all about Hashem's praise that the issue became. Rabbi Simloi came over there. We praise Hashem two ways, basically. Rabbi Simloi, who organizes praise of Hashem, we praise two ways. We play praise for Hashem for the Seder Hishtalshalus in the revealed way, and we praise Hashem for the higher than Hishtalshalus. For the Ein Sof, which is the hidden. And that is all hinted in the bracha. Because the bracha says, Baruch Ato, which is you, not he, but you. You means that he's in front of you. That's Nigla. But then we say, Asher Kiddushonu B'mitzvaysov Kiddushonu. doesn't say Asher Kiddashto. Or here we're talking about he has sanctified it. These are the two levels of praising Hashem, revealed openly next to us and in a hidden way in a who, which is Kiddushonu. Generally, we split the organizing of Hashem's praise that Rabbi Simloi does is in two ways. It's benigla or It's revealed and hidden. Like we find in the language of the Brachas, we say Baruch Ato Chulu, so Ato means Lenoichach, you, and then we say Asher Kiddushonu, that he has sanctified it. Ato is Lenoichach, that is Benigla, that is revealed. And this represents the level of Memalikola Almim, the level of godliness which fills the world, which is the Seder Hishtalshus, the order of the Hishtalshus of the evolution, in a way that its Memale fills the world. That's to represent that level of energy of Hashem. Kiddishonu is minister. Kiddishonu, who has sanctified it. When I say Kiddashto Yisonu, Kiddishonu is Sobi That represents what's hidden above Lemaila Mahishtalshlus, higher than Ishtalshlus. So, therefore, Rabbi Simloi, say that in a Sidur Hashvach, Tzorich Li is Kamo Pa'omim, Bechol Yoyim. So we have to organize this praise of Hashem in the two facets, Nigla and Nister, many times a day. And in something which is very important, because as the Rebbe says, he would uh, organize before davening, is La'avos Hashem Alekeichem Ulovdi Vacholavavchem. In that matter, to praise Hashem, to love Hashem, as the Pasik says, and to serve Him. What does it mean to serve Him? Which service? Say, serve with your heart. Which service that the Gemara says, then is the prayer. So, that is the diving service. So, Memele, Rabbi Sibloi, who was so involved all the time in praising Hashem, and praising Hashem, in the way of the davening. So therefore, we do it all the time. So for this, we understand that the Rabbi Simloi's learning and aspect that he was uh, discussing and in this story was in this matter, in the matter of praising Hashem. Praise Hashem in these two ways, Nigla and Nister. And therefore, Kasher, what happens? So here became the issue in the praise of Hashem when Ikla lepidyon abe. 
he comes to the redemption of the son. So just like the redemption, literally it means redeeming the son for Abuchoyer, talking about the Pidyan Aben of the Jewish people from the Golos. So since he was always involved in praising Hashem, so Ikla, Ikla means he happened to come across Lepidyan Aben, Ikla liyode gamki shav klevetarye hashayich gam zeh. So this came to his hands, a discussion, a give and take, which relates to this idea of Pidyan Aben, which is Dugmas Pidyan Aben du which is similar, just like the Gemara talks about redeeming the sun in a literal sense. So he came across the Pidyan Aben, the issue of Epidemis in Yonim, about the Abishter who is our father redeeming his son, the Bnei Yisrael. How as it relates to redeeming my first son Israel, which really represents the Pidyon close, the general redemption of the Bnei Israel in our generations, which are the hills of Mashiach. So this is the end of this. So we have to know as it's evidence, all the signs that the tracted Satan, the end gives about when Mashiach will come, so we know that we are now in the hills of Mashiach, we're at the end because we have all those signs. Hazman di iklo lepidyon haben. So now he comes to the time when it's time to redeem the son, when Hashem has to redeem us because we're in Iksa de Mashiach. So the issue becomes in which Hashem is standing ready to redeem his first son from the Golos. That means Ikla Lepidyan Haben. Rabbi Simloi, the Rabbi Taichus who praises Hashem, organized many times, comes across an issue for the Pidyan Haben, the redeeming of the son, taking the Eden out of Golos. Umam Sheikh and he continues and he says that in the end of the Golus, when we are standing in the Golus, he says, that when we say the Broche, the Father makes the Broche, the Broche meaning the Amshoche, as the Rebbe will explain, comes from the level of Av, the Aviyah ben makes it. But the question becomes, But who makes the Shechiyonu, the Broche, the Shechiyonu, Mamshich, Lizman Hazeh, Koyen Mevorech? Is it the Koyen that makes the Broche, or Aviyah ben Mevorech? Or it's the father of the son that makes the Broche? The Rebbe explains now. That Aviyaben represents the level of Ainsof Hayr and Ishtalshlos, which is that is Pshita, that that comes from Pidyon Aben Aviyaben. Question is the Shechiyonu, is the coin? The coin represents the level of Chesed, which is the level of Ishtalshlos. How is the Geula going to come in Ishtalshlos? Is it going to be in a way of Mimalakulam? It was going to come also revealed. Through the Aviyah Ben in a way of Sevkulam. Hine, 
החילוק בין בחינס אב ובחינס קוין הוא the difference between the level of אב and the level of קוין when we talk about in the level of the redemption who makes the brachas here who the bechinas av who oir in so baruchu shalomaylo meishtalshlos the level of av is the infinite light which is higher than the hishtalshlos and therefore why is that why is av because av ukidu the av bechinas chokma av avaim av is chokma shu inyan. Alpayim shono kodmo toiru loilom. Chokmo toiru b'chokmo nafkis, and therefore we know that alpayim shono is kodmo toiru loilom. And the reason it's alpayim is because alpayim is the level of alevcha chokma, alevcha bino. That means that the chokma, which is alpayim, which is alevcha chokma, alevcha bino, alevcha chokma is higher than Ishtalshalus. So that means that the level of Chochma is from higher than Ishtalshalus. The Koyin, then we have on the other hand the Koyin, which is a man of kindness, which represents the level of Ishtalshalus of Chesed. That's the level of the light that comes in Ishtalshalus. And this is what the Gemara says. That this is obvious that for the redemption of the son, the father makes the bracha bracha malachan shnam shocha. Bracha means to draw down. That the gula itself will be drawn down from the level of av, which is higher than ishtashlos. So the gula itself comes definitely from the level of av shalemaylo mesayder ishtalshlush, which is higher than ishtalshlush. Just that it was the first redemption of the bnei yisrael meretz mitzrayim, in which Hashem Himself, Hashem in His honor and by Himself redeemed them. Because from the perspective of Seder Shtashul, there was a room for an argument. They didn't agree for that redemption. Because both the Yidden worship of Eidah and the Egyptian worship of Eidah Rebbe doesn't want to bring it out. He says, Chulu. But the idea is here is, why are the Jews any better, the Bnei Yisrael any better than the Egyptians? So that means from Shtashul's perspective, that wouldn't work. So the Eberster himself got involved. So the higher than Ishtashos, that means the Av. So Balach has come of a Kama, so how much more so the wholesome, complete redemption from this last Golus. The Dover Poshu, that this is something which is so obvious, Shebdiya Seinu, Ugula Seinu, that our redemption, our freedom, Tia is going to take place, through our Father in heaven. In his honor by himself, Shalomayim, we say that Ishtalshlus, which is higher than Ishtalshlus. Elo Shabayi, but the question that we do have is not with regards to Pediyah. The Pediyah comes from Hashem. The question is, from higher than Ishtalshlus. This question is, The question is, the Baruch which is Zman Hazen, not time. 
Not about the root source of the gu'ul, the essence of the gu'ula, but here the question is in how, in the way, in the quality of Amshachosa, how is this going to be drawn down? How is this going to be work in time and place below? So here the question is, how is the gula going to come down? How is it going to be drawn down? The moti yode is the koyin that the hanu comes to him as the Rebbe will explain moti yode in a minute. Or the father of the son makes the bracha is the because he does a mitzvah. How does it manifest? How does it reflect this redemption inside of the world? And the Rebbe explains. Is it the Koyen Mevorech, as the Gemara continues to explain? What's the idea of the Koyen Mevorech? The Birchosov Avshachosov Shalagula, that the blessing and the Gula will be drawn down. It comes down to the Koyen who's a man of kindness, which is a medis. The Koyen is considered the Nishachesed. And that's why, Ima Yoyes is a Shorsha. Notwithstanding the fact that the root of the redemption is from above than the order of Ishtaushlus, because then yet, how is it drawn down into this time? It's going to be through the measure of Chesed, it's going to be in an order of Ishtaushlus. What would be the logic? Why is it coming through the Koyen? Why is it being in Eshtalshulus in this world? Atamaze is the Kamoti Anoliyodi. Because there is the benefit coming to him. Now, how does this explain? The Rebbe gives two explanations. The Kamoti Anoliyodi, meaning because the Anoy is coming to, to Hashem too. Because the Shem is in the Golos. And which means this that Hashem is in Golus represents the level of a Malakulam because Haidam Malakulam is not in Golus. So that's why the redemption should be in the place where there's Anoah, in the place where the Golus, the Shkintis, and the Shkint is also being redeemed together with the Yid. Because the Shekhina is also in exile. The divine is in exile. We're talking about the level, the step of godliness, which is that's, so to speak, in exile. As the sages of blessed memory tell us, that when the Eden went into Adam, the Shekhinah went with them. So therefore, the Shekhinah is in That's why when it talks about the redemption, it says, V'shov Hashem alekecho eshvuscha. As Rashi brings down, the Eivishter says that Hashem will return together with you. V'heishim loinam. It doesn't say Hashem will bring you back. Ela v'shov, but He will return. Malamet shakodesh baruch hu shavimoyim chulu. That the Eivishter is returning with them. 
Basically, it means moti The benefit comes to the hands of Hashem to memale kol almin because that is in golus delekechem koyin who your God is a koyin, which means the Eibusher is a koyin. So the Eibusher is getting the benefit because he's going out of golus. So we want it to come down into the level of the Shechem Tebegelusa, into the level of Memalakul Almim. That's one way of explaining the Kamot HaNoliyodi. Gam Yeshloimah, the Rebbe gives another way to say it, in Yonei Shel HaGeula Hugam Because Since the idea of Geula, it's not just a mitzvah, it's a... Uh, it's a play, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a benefit, it's enjoyment, but there's a the redemption comes as a reward for our avoda. The moti alidei guulosom shal bnei Yisrael. That reward, the benefit comes through the redemption of the bnei Yisrael. So we get that pleasure. V'lochein efsher shaguula taved derech levushatevuchulo. So perhaps the guula should go through to get the benefit, like in the natural ways. Shari, but in this case. It's sufficient. That is also the benefit you get. Okay? It's still malakulami, but there's still a benefit there. Yeshna knows Agula. There is the benefit of Gula, so we don't need it to be higher than Ishtavshlis. That is the Svore, Koyen Mivorech, because because it's the level of Shechina and Mamalukalamim, or it's a Schar, so therefore it's sufficient that it should be in a way of Ishtapsos. But then the Gemara continues this far, on the other hand, is that it's the father of the son, which means that also to draw down and to impact the Gula into this man, into Ishtapsos. Into time and space, that should stay still also happen through the Av in a way of higher than Shtavshlus. And what is the Gemara gives the reason to our Father in Heaven? The COVID mitzvah, because it's a mitzvah. That means it's not only redemption, the benefit that comes through it. That the Ebrister goes out of Golus, or it's a schar. But also the essence and the style of the Geula is very important that it has to be by the Av, Sharehu Mitzvah HaKadosh Baruch Hu. This is the Mitzvah of the Ebrister. So therefore the Father Himself is the one that makes the Bracha, which means He draws down the Geula he brings down the level of higher than Ishtaslus within the boundaries and the confines of the time and this place. That also the way of the Geula is going to be beyond the nature at all because the Geula is not just Moti Hanoah, but it's a mitzvah. So how did they resolve this question? This was resolved by, they said, Avi Haben The father of the son makes 
both brachas. Meaning, the Ebrista does both. And we say it in a way that Mavarich Shtayim. Mikivon makes both brachas. Mikivon Shabidyan Haben. Since the redemption of the older son is the mitzvah of our father in heaven, so just like the beginning, how this geula starts, which is the first bracha, the source, comes from the beginning of Seder Shtalshlus, likewise it's the way it's drawn down and reaches below. Tia, they have it also has to be through the father. So it's not going to pass through the orders of nature. It's going to take place in one instance, one while, in one instant, with kindness and compassion. To the extent it's going to express is going to be felt in the joy and the delight of the body itself. doesn't have to be in Mamalukulam. The soif of Kulam is going to impact and it's going to go through and it's going to infect the body directly from this level of soif of Kulam. And this is also hinted this idea that the father is doing this also as it relates to the redemption of the son to the Gemara in the Psachim. That the Geula comes from the Maila, from Hashem, from Av, uh, as in the Psachim. And this is Noisev Alamavur, the eel, in addition that we said before, Shi'i Mesechas Psachim, that the whole idea of Mesechta Psachim himself redeemed by exodus of Egypt. And the whole idea was that Hashem did it himself. It was the uh, there's also specific a hint for the future redemption. Pesach also comes from Loshen. Pesach is Chos. Samaches is reversed. Samaches is Chos. Gam Loshen Chas. Chas HaKadosh Baruch Hashem had compassion on Shezehu Loshen Targum. Chas is the translation Targum. Bechein Targum Unkelus. Targum Unkelus. Unkelus translated Allah Posik. Uposachti. So the English translation the ichus, meaning the Eved had compassion. Uposach avayi translates the yachus avayi. Pesach is the ichus pasach avayi the yachus avayi. So we see this whole idea of compassion. Haynu shabedia shabnei bechoyrei, and that means that the redemption of his older son, the bechoyr son, tumshach gam betargum. That in the targum, there is going to be the idea of. Revelation, but Loshon Vushoilam, Targum is Loshon, the language in the Vushoilam, that even in in Zman, in Mokim, in Targum, there will also be the revelation of Pasach Havai, the union of Chus. And 
Rebbe concludes to explain the end of the Gemara. Metchil Omru Zebe Medrasha. Started off in the base Medrash. Behind the Medal Damas of Torah. In the four cubes of Torah over there, it was decided that the Abish himself was going to do it. Ba'achach Messiah. And then it concludes. Vehil Chasa Aviyah Ben Mevorachstein. The Halacha, meaning that also in Halach Shinim Shacha Inyan Gamba Lichas Oilom. That also in the ways of the world, in Memalekul Almin, as we see, Al Tikra Liches El Halachas, that you have the Halachas uh, first, and then you also have the Halachas. This is the world, the ways of the world. Shabiyah Ben Mevarachstein, that also the father of the son blesses both Brachas. Shabayin Etzam Habdiya, whether it's the redemption itself. And whether we're talking about drawing it down below ten tefachim, it's going to be beyond the order of ishtaslus. shall diluk in a way that it's a jump over. This is also of the meanings of pasach Before we said ichus, but here it means to jump over. in the visible and revealed good. Bekorev Mamesh very soon. This is Mesichus Yudalof Nissen Tovshin Chambesim.